0: The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways
1: of making you talk. You want
2: me to do it for you, rub it in? Well, you do keep
1: bashing in, got you? <laughs> Number 54.
0: <laughs> the house with the bamboo door. Bamboo roof and bamboo walls. They've even got a bamboo floor. You must get to know me. Oh, oh Joe, he runs an espresso called oh, the House of Bamboo. It's a meal of sticks, sticks and bricks, but you can get your kicks in the House of Bamboo. In this casino, you can drink a Tino, and it's got to swing into the cha-cha, dance the some rare old shake Unlike a snake You want to drop in When the cats are hopping Let your two feet Move it to the big beat Pick yourself a kitten And listen to the Sing no, you can drink a tea, no. Let your two feet move to the big beat. Make yourself a kitten and listen to a cat of that box. I'm telling you, when you're blue, well there's a lot to do in the house of oh, bamboo. Do a pole pole, number fifty four. Here we go. A house with a bamboo door. Let me some show tonight, guys. Bamboo roof and bamboo walls. They've even got a bamboo floor. Uh,
3: I don't know if a house bamboo, house, house, is bamboo, bamboo house, house is a sustainable um, living environment. If that wolf comes along, if that wolf comes along, he's gonna blow you right off.
4: Ah, but they're hollow, so it'd be like playing the pan pipes. Okay, bamboo okay.
3: Walls. They've even got a bamboo floor. In the house of bamboo. Welcome to the House of Bamboo. Tonight we are offering shellfish for half-eyes. The shellfish is a week over date, but it's still tasty. Good evening, dear listener. The late-night alternative, weeknights from 10 o'clock here on Talk Radio. My name is Ian Lee. Who are you? My name is Catherine Boyle. You're not here tomorrow? Nope. Um, So while the cat's away, the mice are going to be running all over the shop going to be a naughty show. Um, You're welcome to call in about absolutely anything. If you're waiting for a big question, if you're waiting for the talking point this hour, if you're waiting for the question about Brexit, there isn't going to be any of that. Catherine and I will sit here and we will chat about our day. And about some of the stories that we've kind of found online and maybe a little bit of philosophy, maybe a little bit of esoteric nonsense, quite likely a significant amount of esoteric nonsense. And you are welcome to join us at any moment by picking up the telephone and calling 0344 four nine nine one thousand oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand and you can talk about the stuff that we're talking about you can talk about stuff you want to talk about you can talk about stuff from like three years ago maybe you've just discovered the podcasts um and there's something we mentioned three years ago all of the topics stay open all of the uh, uh topics uh stay open what was the word that woman made up last night i keep forgetting Joviable. Joviable. It's a Joviable show, guys. If you want to carry on, man alive. The um, the abuse. I, I muted a lot of accounts yesterday because of this whole Jackson thing. I, uh, muted a lot of accounts. Blocked a few people and muted a few accounts. And some, some I did. When I woke up this morning, I, the, the amount of abuse I'd had from people who like someone, who, who, that they're big fans of someone who may or may not be a paedophile but certainly was a very, very overrated pop star. Thriller was pony. I'm going to say it. Thriller was pony. Bad was awful. Black and white. Jeez. Ay, ay, ay. But some of the language, calling me an MF, calling me a C, all kinds of things. And again, a lot of it. Was some of it was directed at you as well, Catherine? Yeah. Uh, because you were disappointed that some people weren't using their real names. Why does she want? Why does the lady want our real names? Is she going to stalk us? No. I, I, I do genuinely think this, and I know some people will, will, will argue, and you're, you're welcome to argue, but I do genuinely think if you're going to be an asshole on Twitter, you or, or online, excuse me, online, do use your real name.
4: Well, here's what I think. Go on. If you're not going to be an arsehole on Twitter, why aren't you using your real name? Yep, there we go. Stand by what you're saying.
3: Mm, yeah.
4: Or is it you're afraid of repercussions? If so, don't say it.
3: Yeah, uh, and there'll be some people who will go, well, it's it's uh, you know it's our right to not use... It. Yeah, well, it is, it's but... It's my it just... right to
4: not take you as seriously. Yeah, then.
3: exactly. I just think if you're not using your real name, then I, 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 I kind of lose significant amount of respect for you. Um, but also, the, the the just the abusiveness... About the whole Michael Jackson thing, I'm—I want to say I'm fairly open-minded. I'm—I'm I'm definitely coming down on the side that I believe those two men. But I—I um, I, I have said this, and people seem to be ignoring this bit. If the film can be blown out of the water, like 100% blown out of the water, not 85% blown out of the water—you're never going to get 100%. Then I'll apologise, definitely. But at the moment, I believe—I believe them, and. A, a, a lot of what is getting my back up so much is people's attitudes towards victims of child rape, that they would remember everything, and and it, it's just not true. You you just don't remember. Well, maybe some people do. Maybe some people do remember everything, but some people don't. So anyway, if you want to call in about that, you can. 3 44 I, I understand a lot of you are kind of bored of that, but um, you know what? Tough. Go and do your own radio shows. <laughs> <Come in. laughs> if you're bored of it... Go and do your own radio shows. Oh, I have to Can we get Jack back, please? I have to tell you, uh, I started listening to the new John Ronson... So did I. ...last days of August. Started listening to that today. It's been up for a while. You had to pay for it. Of course, all, all, as we know, all entertainment should be free these days. Why on earth should artists be paid? Um... Well, it is now available for free. If you go and look for The Last Days of August, uh, it's free. It's about the uh, death, the suicide of a young uh, porn actress. Um, And I'm on episode three, and it's great. It's an incredible story. Uh, A lot of Twitter involvement is in it, and I think I'm about to dive into more Twitter. And also, John Ronson is... um, He's a master storyteller. He's doing some shows over here, isn't he? I wonder if we could meet up with him and record a little thing. I'll send him a little message. I don't like... The thing is, I know if I send him a message, he'll probably say yes. And I do wonder if he's probably saying yes just because he's a nice guy that finds it difficult to say no. Put that to him. I I will put that to him. Um, I I will put that to him. I've just sent him a couple of records, so maybe he'll... uh, He he should say yes. No, I'm joking. (laughs) You know, but when we went to New York, he very kindly invited us to his luxury, swanky apartment on the east side or the west side or uptown, midtown, I don't know where it was.
4: And he let me stroke his dogs.
3: It's <laughs> not a euphemism. Um, but um, we, should, we haven't got tickets to go and see John Ronson. We should, see, well, we should look at the dates, we actually. saw him last
4: time he was over. We did
3: see him. I, mean, I, I love him. I bet he's, he's such a great Storyteller, and his producer is amazing at putting it all together. That's where the magic is in recording these things, I think. Um, but he just—he just—it's such a great storyteller. And
4: you can completely see when you listen to him and the way he he sits back and lets the interviewee feel comfortable. Yeah, they don't feel pressurized. But he gets the—he gets right to the heart of things. And I'm sure they tell him things that they weren't set, setting yep. out to tell him in the first place. But it's so good. I tweeted this morning that I've been looking forward to it, and then I took it down because
5: yeah.
4: felt a little bit obscene saying I was looking forward to something about I really, really sad death. I know what you
5: mean.
3: I know what you mean. I know what you mean, but um, I know what you mean. But I think it's OK to say uh, nah. Hey, Here's a first. We've got some calls coming in and we'll go to Jack and Noel and James in a bit. Um, uh, here's the thing. We started watching the Motley Crue biopic, I want to call it a biopic, but apparently it's biopic, The Dirt, which is on Netflix, and everyone's been raving about it because it's terrible. Mm -hmm. Um, As I approach my... um, Twilight years. 47th year. So I approach my 47th year, and that means I'll be 46. I'm just actually saying it properly, so screw you, dear listener. As I approach my 47th year, I'm getting bored of and and all i read are autobiographies and biographies it's all i read okay it's all i read i don't read fiction and i, I, I very rarely do i read fiction it's all autobiographies and biographies primarily about rock stars as i'm re- approaching my 47th year which means i'll be 46 i am finding myself getting very very bored of no sneeze well done. Okay, well done. Well you still you okay, that's great. Of stories about snorting cocaine off of, you know, groupies' breasts and I am getting bored of those things. And I, I we watched the first ten minutes of this Motley Crue thing and I went, I just don't I just don't fancy it. I just don't think I can go down another rabbit hole. I mean I've read the book The Dirt. I read that years ago, maybe ten or fifteen years ago. And it is um it's obnoxious. I haven't read it for about 15 years. Someone listening who has the dirt the book by Motley Crew could you phone up and read very carefully the first paragraph. Oh. If I remember it correctly it's the most obscene I don't think there's bad language, but it's the most obscene first paragraph. Now, when I read this uh, uh, 15 years ago, <laughs> oh, 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 this is going to be a good book. And now I'm thinking about it and thinking, oh, geez. In fact, it makes sense with the clip we saw in the film. It does actually time with the clip we saw in the film. It does. They've, they've got it in there. So this, this is a very uh, specific request. Have you got? the book of Motley Crue's um, autobiography, The Dirt. Could you phone up and read? um, We'll play some appropriate music underneath it. Phone up and read. I think it's the first paragraph. It's the most shocking... No, it's the most deliberately provocative and outrageous first paragraph of any book I've ever read. Oh, 0344 4991000 four, is the telephone number. Noel and Tyrone, and possibly you, dear listener. The Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 uh, uh, on Talk Radio. Take a trip into the alternate reality of Late Night Radio.
6: I think I'm in
7: something like The Matrix, and so are you.
0: The Late Night Alternative.
7: Hello, hello. With
8: Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there?
3: On Talk Radio. Hello. O three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's do this. Let's go to um, let's go to Tyrone. Good evening, Tyrone.
9: Yes, yeah, yes, my G. Can you hear me? Yes,
3: we can. Your voice (laughs) is (laughs) a. Let's just say we can
6: always hear the root
3: voice when you do a voice.
10: Oh no!
6: I think it's because you saw my number in it. No, I no, lack of... no! I didn't. I didn't see
3: your number. Your voice is <laughs> a rubbish. Every time you do a voice, you're yeah. you're, you're kind of you're like two degrees off your original voice, my G. Well, in, but let's well, carry on.
6: Ca- well, in that case, the whole call I was going to do is sort of being preemptively uh, destructed, You get me? So okay,
3: uh, we'll say goodbye then. Let's go to Noel Taylor. Good evening, Noel. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Kath. I came up with an invention that I'd like your help on.
7: Yes, certainly I'll help
3: you. It's called Wi-Fly. Now, what it is, you have a box plugged into your phone socket, like Wi-Fi, and this emits invisible rays all through the house. And if a fly or a wasp, but not bees, I've updated it, flies into the range of the Y-Fly signal, they die. it. it. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. So I, I've invented that. Ha, what, what's the next... Because you're a famous inventor, Noel. What's the next step?
7: Um, well, can, can I... The next step is a Paradise Earth full stop.
3: Uh, well, okay. Well, but, well, what's the next step for my invention? Um...
7: Well, well it's, is, is it a theory? Would you say it's
3: a theory? No, it's an invention. Right. You've, you've actually... OK. Um, You're seeing yeah, the floor it, in your it, own... Just... You're starting to see the floor in your own arguments now, aren't you? No, patent it, in. OK. Yeah, it's simple as that. Simple as that. I've
7: got a letter here that I wrote to Donald Trump, in today. Yes, OK. And... And, and it's. Can I read it
3: out? Please, please do. I'd, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love. Let, let's get some. Um, um, hang on, America. Uh, uh, okay. Bedding. Yeah, let's get some bedding. Bed, let's get some bedding in. Let's get let's some get bedding into bed. in. All right. Let's. Uh, okay. Here we go. Let's hear your letter to the Prime Minister of America, Mr. Donald Trump. All right.
7: A paradise earth will be made by two means. A paradise earth in the deserts will be made by everybody in the world donating their urine and excrement. Hang on a minute, hang, or- on, a minute, hang on a minute,
3: hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Stop this. This is, this is, we're, yeah. we're, we're doing this wrong. I'm so right. sorry, I'm so sorry. I've, I've had a week off and I'm not quite up to speed. Hang on a second. So let Let's, let's, fu- let's call someone in America who can actually make this, make this a possibility. I'm just going to dial a number. Stay there. Um, there we go. Uh, seven double four oh. Just stay there, Noel. Oh three four four yeah. four nine nine one thousand. Thank you for
2: calling National Restaurants. If you know your party's extension, nope. you may dial it at any time. I don't know For it. the operator, press zero. Okay. For the dial by name directory, press.
3: I mean, that's not going to work. Okay, because we need to. Um, uh, they won't let us dial a number. Okay, zero zero, one, two one two, ha ha ha. Uh, let's, let, we, we need someone who can help us, and, and the only person I can think of are, uh, are Americans. Okay, Ian. Here we go. Here we go. Why's it got a British ringtone? I'm dialing New York City. When they answer, you just go straight into it, okay? Okay. There we go. If they answer. No wonder America is being overtaken by China. They can't even bother to answer the phone.
7: Is it automated? Uh, I don't know. Oh. Oh, jeez. Come Forget, on. Forget that, Ian. Let me just read it No, out, no, no,
3: no. We will not forget it. For- Shut up. We will not forget it. This is important. Zero, zero, <laughs> 001, we go to 212. 423. We will not forget this, Noel. A, because it's
5: important. Well, Verizon's voice
3: messaging survey. Sweet Lord. It's important, but also it's um, we haven't got any other callers, so it really is it, it, <laughs> it's integral that we do this, just to fill time, right, We try one more zero, zero, one two, one, two, three, nine, hmm hey has hey here we go. here we go. this is it. I'm feeling
5: we're
11: sorry. The party you Jesus. are trying to reach is not accepting calls from private...
4: Do you know what I think? Yeah. FBI have uh, already clocked us. Oh, do you reckon?
3: Mm-hmm. What makes you say that, Catherine? They can't what? handle
4: the truth. We know this thing. We know that those guys can't handle the truth. They think that we don't want to weaponise Noel Taylor.
3: I think... See, we certainly don't want to do that. Since um, uh, Julian Orange. Assange, excuse me, has been out of prison. Things have got a little bit weird. Tight. There we go. This is it. This is the one. This is it. You're listening to Late Night... Hi there, This is. we're calling from the United Kingdom. Uh, we're live on talk radio. I got a, I don't know why I'm doing an American accent. I'm British. Um, we've got a friend who's got a very important message for you. Noel, away you go.
7: A paradise earth will be made by two means. Hello. A paradise earth will be made by two means. A paradise earth in the deserts will be made by everybody in the world donating their urine and excrement also the water saved from not flushing toilets. The urine and excrement will be mixed with sand to grow plants. Once plantations are established it will rain rain more. A paradise earth in the rest of the world will be created by putting mirrors in certain locations on the light side of the moon. This is so that many nations such as Poland and Great Britain will receive more sunshine. This will be achieved by having a flying saucer that can travel faster than the speed of light by having swirling high-powered laser beams on its outer edge and an electric magnetic core on the inside of the spacecraft feeding off the planet's magnetic pull. Thank you. Goodbye.
3: Did that make you sense? No. Did, hang on. Did that make sense? Yes. No, sh- it, no it, not it you. Is. Shut up. I oh, know. Did you read it? Talking to the young lady who answered. Hello. Hello. She she hung up. No. Oh. Thanks well. a lot for your help there. Mate. Oh, I'll take one more call, Catherine. Then you and I need to have a long, serious chat.
4: I look forward to that.
3: Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to David. Good evening, David. Hello. Oh, Hello, David. Hello, Ian. How are you? Um, I, I'm, I can barely hear you. Are you actually on the telephone or?
12: <laughs> I'm actually on the telephone. Are, are you on speakerphone? Uh, no, I'm not. I think my phone's nearly had it. Mm. Okay. <laughs> um, how are you this evening? None of your business. What you what? What you got? <laughs> uh, um, I just heard, my brother called in yesterday. Right. Uh, uh, my brother Chris. Um, uh, he was a hundred days yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I just want to say uh, congratulations. Why did not anyway. you phone him up? <laughs> I, I speak to him every day now. <laughs> well, then
3: why are
0: you
12: telling us? <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I'm, I'm a fan of yours as well. Okay. Uh, I'm also in recovery.
3: Well done. Good work.
12: Um, so I'm, I'm nearly seven months now. Um
3: Good for you. But congratulations.
12: Thank you. thank you very much. I've been on... Um, you think with I've all the money on... you
3: weren't spending on gear, you could buy a decent phone now?
12: <laughs> this sounds awful. I know. I, I, I don't know. Everyone says that, but it's uh, it's. They're
3: the telling country. you the truth, brother. They're telling you the oh, truth. Right.
12: All right. Well, go uh, on. What, what you got, David? Well, uh, well literally, I've been uh, doing home improvements this week, um, so I spent a lot of money on on, on the house. Okay. Um, but Show off as well. Yeah, well, no, it's it's, it's, just, uh, it's been a long time coming. Yes. Um, I, as you can, as you know, when, when, What when, have you, when, you called
13: him for? <laughs> what have you called him for, David?
3: I don't care about your home improvements. What do you want? Hey, you don't have... know
4: about his home improvements. He might have built a slide instead of stairs. <laughs>
12: <laughs> That's well, not, we not we a bad idea, a mattress, actually, is that? it? We, we we just use a mattress. Okay. And, uh, last time we did that, my missus this broke, broke her it. Oh, you don't want that. Um, oh. <laughs> no, we don't want that. <laughs> but, um, I've been doing home improvements while the kids have been on half ten. Yeah, so that's it, crazy. It, 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 yeah, it, it is. But uh, I think I am crazy. Okay. Um, and I'm am I'm okay with that. Okay. Um, Please get to the point of this call, otherwise I'm going to start using again. <laughs> no, you won't that. What do you? What does this man want, Catherine?
4: what does he want remember the first agreement yeah shout at idiots <laughs>
12: <laughs> David what do you want man I just wanted to talk to you Ian about what <laughs> about, about home improvements no not about home improvements about children okay go
3: on then they're a <laughs> pain
12: pain <laughs> in the bum aren't they um, sometimes, especially when you're doing home improvements,
3: there. Yeah? Okay. All right. Well, thanks for that call, David. I really appreciate that.
12: I think you might be doing some
4: home improvements.
3: <laughs> Good. Oh, I've just muted another Michael Jackson fan. Someone's telling me that Steve Allen has, has, has been getting hard for me again on radio. What's
4: only, going on? If only those MJ fans would talk to the man in the mirror <laughs> to hey! inform us.
3: Hey, James, big up yourself, James. Hello, how you doing? I'm all right, thank you, James. I have the dirt. Oh, here we go. Right, now, I, uh, well, can you tell me, what year was The Dirt published, please? Please. Oh, now you're testing me. Hold well, on. It, it was saying the front of the book, mate. The bit that you guys don't read, but the bit that I read whenever I buy a second-hand book, the biography, I read it, and if it's like 10 years or more, I go, well, a lot will have happened in the last 10 years, so I'm not spending not spending two ninety nine on this. God, you
4: really are a fascinating man. No, member. I am. I read what year the book... I read what year?
3: It was 2002. OK, so I could have read... All right, 15 years ago. Um...
4: Now, How much will have changed since then, Ian?
3: Well, w- when I read it, it was... sick. Th- and this first paragraph will not have changed. Now, James. Hey, why haven't you been at our last few shows? What uh, was, You know, I was going to
14: apologise for that. No, 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 everything... Every this guy comes to do.
3: all of our shows. He wasn't the last two. He's had enough. He's bored, isn't he? Uh-huh.
14: I'm bored not him. bored. I'm not... No, 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 no. I've been double booked twice. The first was with a Christian rock band, Christian progressive rock band called Neil Morse. And the second one oh. was with Maggie Smith, and I'm so sorry, but um, oh, didn't I've, he... I've,
3: I've... either of those. I've, 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 I've he doesn't want to English. go
4: to hell or miss Maggie Smith. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll let you off. Right here we go. So well, this I, is. I don't know how long. I don't know how long. Just watch, left, watch, but... watch the language. Yeah. This is the opening paragraph of the Motley Crew autobiography, The Dirt. So where you Chapter go. Chapter one,
14: Vince. Often concerning the first house wherein Tommy is caught with his knickers down and his baubles in a hole. Nicky is set on fire to the eminent displeasure of the carpet. Vince covets narcotics on the person of David Lee Roth, and Mick maintains a righteous and bemused distance. Her name was Bullwinkle. We called her that because she had a face like a moose. But Tommy, even though he could get any girl he wanted on the Sunset Strip, would not break up with her. He loved her and wanted to marry her. He kept telling us because she could spray her cum across the room.
3: Listen, gentlemen, the first paragraph. Who's going to clean that up? <laughs> the first paragraph of The Dirt by Motley Crue. It really is. Now, 15 years ago, James, when I read that, I'm going, oh, this will be a good book. And now I'm thinking. Oh, boys. Oh, exactly boys.
14: The same. It sounded so glamorous at the time Didn't when it? I first read it because I was younger and more silly. And now now I've worked in retail, now I've worked in other places. I just think when someone chucks a TV against a wall or something, someone's got to clear that up.
3: Here's the thing I worked <laughs> out a long... I worked this out about 15, 20 years ago, right? And I've, I've said this and I, and I bought into the myth for a long time. I read all the books and saw all the films and stuff and then, like, 20 years ago, it clicked. I bet Keith Moon was the biggest pain in the backside. I bet he was so annoying. All those stories. There's like st- stories of him, you know, did he, I don't know if he actually drove the car into the swimming pool, that may be a myth, but chucking the TVs out. There's a story about him being in a, a hotel with uh, with Harry Nilsson on, like, the 23rd floor, and they, after a while they're all getting high, and they go, well, where's, where's, where's Keith? Where's Keith? And um, Keith has climbed out on the balcony, and he's walked around to the next room on the, on the, the window. And, and at the time, you're reading it going, well, this is fun. This is fun. Actually, I bet he, I bet it was a nightmare. He must have been an absolute nightmare. You know, you know Keith Moon killed a man as well. Keith Moon, I think I think I've got this right, James. You may know better than I. I think Keith Moon killed his driver. I think I've got that right. He was at some like event off his face and um he was getting hassled, so he kind of jumped into his his Rolls-Royce and ran over his driver and dragged him along the road and killed him. Now that's not a fun story. That. That's not a fun but, story. But
14: Vince Neil the the singer in in Motley Crue he killed someone in the film as well. And it's
3: it's it's not cool. It's not cool, guys. Let's just say let's let's just say this once and for all. Killing people is not cool. Am I right as well? Because someone reminded me and I'd kind of forgotten this. Um but it it, it makes sense. Um the, in the book and I don't know if it's in the film. In the book um, two of them rape a woman.
14: I can't remember. I'm going by the film which I saw much more recently. Yes. But um, I mean, a lot of it was was kind of r- rape, anyway. Yeah. So it's yeah. not it's, it's it's not cool. And there, have you got to the ambulance scene in the film yet? No, we got that's, we get, where, that's where it gets super ridiculous.
3: Well, we we got ten minutes in, and I just said to Kat, "You know what? I, I, at this period in my life." And who knows? I might go back the other way. But at this period of my life, Boring Rock... I mean, Motley Crue, they're a lousy band anyway. It's not as if they're a great band. They're a lousy, stinking band anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, at this point in my life, watching, you know, people snort cocaine off boobs, and I mean, that's that's the least of the things they get up to. No,
4: I was just distracted by the terrible wigs, as I always am in these kind of made-for-TV type movies. You know,
3: all the technology we've got, right, when are they going to make a convincing fake beard? A convincing <laughs> fake beard for an actor in a TV movie. It just
4: doesn't exist. Could they grow one? I mean, well, some warning.
3: Well, I do, you know because you can't do that, Catherine. Because you you film things out of sequence. A fake beard. It's all you need. Some people can't grow beards. Julian Assange, seven years. Have you seen his beard? Yeah. It doesn't join. It doesn't join. I think he's doing that
4: on purpose. There's massive
3: gaps. He's been growing that for years. It doesn't. It doesn't grow properly, James.
14: But you have to get to the ambulance scene where, so Nikki, Nikki Six has taken an overdose, yeah, right? Yeah. I just just fast forward to this bit. Yeah. He's taken an overdose. The ambulance guys take him into the ambulance, and one of one of the paramedics
3: goes to the other one. We can't let him die.
14: This is Nikki effing Six. <laughs>
3: I, that <laughs> I have come to the conclusion, we say this a lot, right, that I don't like things that everybody else likes. Not to be contrary, not to be obtuse, just there's something genetically about me that, that, that I watch something and um, I, I, I don't like it, and then I find out it's immensely popular. Afterlife, I thought it was a load of old rubbish, right? Um, and loads of people have been recommending to me the Umbrella Academy, on Netflix, like loads of people. Sam, who works here, um, a good friend of mine. Loads of people said, "Oh, you are like The Umbrella Academy," right? And I watched the first twenty minutes. And I just went, "This is rubbish. This is rubbish. It's cheap." A lot of the Netflix stuff. It's got a glossy sheen, but actually, it looks a little bit cheap. And I was, just, and I just thought, "This is terrible. This is ter- what's happening to me, James. There's no good entertainment out there for me anymore."
14: Even Game of Thrones, I've given up on. Oh no! It was too too, too much of a weight. And um, Mick Mars in the in the dirt is um, what's his face? Randy Bolton from Randy Game Bolton. of Thrones.
3: Here's here's something. So. Apparently, this is a meme to say this, but you know what? I couldn't give a stuff. I've never seen Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. It just boobs and dragons, boobs and dragons. It just doesn't appeal to me at all. It's crap. It's total crap.
4: No, no, no it's not. You're wrong. But. Um, Fine, carry on. You can think what you want.
3: Okay. I'm well, cool with that. Well, I've not seen it, so I don't know if it's crap or not. I don't, I don't know. Um, but I, 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 I don't care. It's never... It's never. And I've, I've, I've seen four episodes of The Wire, and I didn't like it. I watched uh, four episodes of The Sopranos and didn't like it. I think most things are crap.
4: You don't have to like anything.
3: No, it, you don't. As, I, as, I, as my new mantra, James, we are all filling time until we die. So all we're doing is we're just you know what, filling like time it. until we die. Go on.
14: What I do like is the rabbit hole, and I and oh. I do watch it religiously, oh. and I will
3: be at the next one. Oh, <laughs> oh James, where <laughs> where is, where is yeah, the man. next one, James? It's the ne- is it London or is it? Thanks uh, very much, so James. Three. We'll see. You, we won't see you at the next one then. What us. what a hashtag fake fan. We won't be seeing that guy at the next one. The next one's in Manchester. Don't tell him. IanLee.com slash event. Uh, If you want, um, Luton sold out, Brighton sold out. First Manchester show is sold out. We've got a few tickets left for the second one. Glasgow has sold out. Still debating whether we add a second Glasgow show, but I'm I'm kind of erring on the side of not. Uh, We've got a third of the tickets left for London in June, and we've got 109 tickets left for the one in Shaftesbury in July, but that's ages away, and I'm not bothered about that oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative, weeknights from ten, with Catherine Boyle and Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
0: The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The late night alternative with Ian Lee. They could be dreaming
3: and meeting each other in their dreams on Talk Radio. Um see people asking about membership cards. I think they tried to deliver them to me today. They're going to get delivered. It was Yodel, and they screwed up. So they're going to come on Saturday, hopefully. So we'll do the membership. I've got the laminator. The laminator. I've got a laminator. I've got some wallets. And hopefully I'll have the membership cards Monday. Monday night is the great membership card giveaway. They will be numbered by Catherine and signed by both of us. You could have a place in late night. What's the show called? Late night alternative history. You could. You could. Also, um, the transcript book. Catherine, could you... You were going to send me over everything you had. Yeah. No rush, but this weekend would be awesome. If I, could, if, I, if I had it by this weekend, I could kind of then sort of see what we've got and see how much we've got and see what is missing. Could you do that? You got it. Would that be possible? Mm-hmm. Thank you very much indeed. So that's still happening. Hey, guys, listen, we're doing these things for free. You know, this is a, this is like bonus stuff. And we know that you've contributed a lot. We've asked some of you, or some of you have submitted... Transcripts of bits of the show, and uh, we are going to collect them in a the book. We're going to sell it, uh, sell it. You know, we, we, we get a few quid. All the money goes to the Samaritans, I think we agreed for this one. Um, we may turn it into a theatrical event. Um, and it's, you know, these things take a while. But if you send it over to me for this weekend, I'll have a look. I'll see what we've got, see if, how far off we are. I suspect we're some way off, and we'll see what happens next. Oh, 0344. Four. 499-1000, Phone in about anything you want, Catherine. What have you got for us tonight?
4: Sexy dolphin news. Here we go. When was it that you first realised that animals were sexual beings? For me, it was a shocking awakening.
3: Was it the dog's pink lipstick? Yeah,
4: dog jumped on my back and was oh. ri-
3: riding me hard. Oh, Zab-ba-ba-bye.
4: and all the grown-ups were laughing about it. Yeah, the dog appropriately named Blue.
3: Okay, been trained to do that. A horn dog. Literal horn dog.
4: I, I still feel a, l- a little bit embarrassed when I think about that. Oh, the
3: worst thing! The worst thing is when you go to someone's d- d- house and they've got a, a big dog that's at crotch level. You sit down and they just start sniffing your, your balls. I'll just push him away and used to push quite hard, but they've got they've got strong necks. So you're pushing quite hard. He's just sniffing your balls. Yeah. Uh, oh, don't worry about him. He he does that to everyone. Yeah, I don't like my balls being sniffed by someone who I'm not. Who isn't my partner? I don't want your dog sniffing. It's the worst thing. I think you know when like a dog attacks a child and bites them. A dog gets destroyed instantly. Mm. Right? instantly. No questions asked. I think if a dog sniffs your balls and after one push away, it, it it comes back. Put them down. Put them down. That dog is disgusting, um, and it shouldn't be allowed. Should not be allowed. It's just it's just what I think, guys.
4: Anyway, dolphins apparently as well.
3: Oh, they like they love giving it.
4: They are large. <laughs> they are they are very sexual. So I'm going to use a word now that some of you men won't be familiar with, but some of you women wish they were. Orgasm. Catherine Ellen Foley writes that the complex clitorises of dolphins are keys to understanding their sex lives. Although these preliminary findings don't definitively prove that dolphin reproduction can also be for pleasure, they do add evidence to the argument that for dolphins, sex isn't entirely about reproduction. Sex can serve several different functions. Social learning, establishing dominant hierarchies, says Orbach. Orbach. Male calves frequently mate with their mothers, Ah. And a lot of the dolphin mating we see in Insistence. the wild is homosexual, she says.
3: Oh, that's unnatural. Those dirty dolphins. That's because it's been thrust down their throats at, at, in, when they're in school. Good one. They travel in schools. It's, it's quite clever. It's cleverer than I thought it was.
4: She says it could Thank be you. males establishing who's the leader in the group. I think she's a homophobe. I think they're born that way. Yes. Before Orbach and his Brennan... like
3: Muslim parents in Birmingham protesting against it. It's not natural. And they are right. It's not natural. And the gay dolphins prove it's not natural.
4: Before Orbach and Brennan submit the study to a peer-reviewed journal, they're waiting to find a few more dolphins that died of natural causes to add to their sample size.
3: You know dolphins can commit suicide.
4: Yeah, don't they yeah. just stop breathing?
3: Yeah, dolphins. I, I think they do. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure how they do it actually, but they. Yeah, dolphins can kill themselves.
4: It's a bit like um, in Splash, Daryl Hannah. Yeah. Uh, gets fed up, doesn't she? she? Just sits at the bottom of the tank.
3: Yeah, yeah. They do that. It's, it's exactly the same as Daryl Hannah in Splash. Who played the dolphin lady? The what, what do they call it? A whale mate? It weren't mermaid? Who played the mermaid in Splash too? Because there was a sequel, but it wasn't her yeah. or Hanks. They never are, are they? It was. It was. Um, it was um, another person. They're making a grease. Prequel, no need. Well, you Did know, you see Greece too? Yeah, Maxwell Caulfield. Bloody awful. Here's the thing, though. Right, Greece prequel. All these prequels are rubbish. You know you're going to see the the bit that Summer Nights is based on. You're going to see that scene where it's just you put up a fight. We're well, going to see that. No, well, so, Greece is quite problematic. No, it, it, it's, it's very it's very problematic. But here's the thing, right? No, no retrospective prequels. Was all prequels are are, are pointless. Th- that, for example, the, the Han Solo prequel movie, right? No, we learned everything we needed to know about Han Solo in, in the first Star Wars. We, we knew that he was a bandit and that he'd done that fast run and he'd, we, that's all we needed to know. We didn't need to know anything else. We didn't need to see those things. And
4: I know they talk about, well, they want to reach out to a new audience, but are you saying to me that a new audience won't understand that someone was young once and now they're not, but it's still a good film and actually it doesn't matter that you can't follow him on Insta? Uh, because uh, he's not on it, because he's too old.
5: Yeah, yeah.
4: They don't need a new no, film. The, the old the, one was fine.
3: No films, no films. By the way, I'm going, <laughs> Ian Lee from Talk Radio blocked me and has started deleting his poorly informed tweets about Michael Jackson. He couldn't handle the facts. Funny how these outspoken pundits hate their echo chamber being disrupted. No, no, no. I, I delete my, my tweets quite a lot, and I'm aware that when I do it, people go, Ah! Ah!
13: Ah!
3: Oh, couldn't stand by it, coward. Oh, you delete... I delete them quite a lot. As anyone who follows me regularly will know, I use an app called Tweet Delete. It's brilliant. I just like having a tidy timeline. And and I block you because you were a dick. Uh, Gratian Dimech G R A T I A N D I M E C H. When people are rude to me, I'm going to say who they are now because I think I'm. I'm but what, uh, what was it? What was it? Oh, I tell you why. I was listening to James O'Brien this morning, and he had um, Sadiq Khan in. It's always I, I, I like um, when he has Sadiq Khan in because they obviously hate each other. Mm-hmm. Very very tense. Very tense. And what was great was people were tweeting in racist abuse to Sadiq Khan and that he should die and stuff like that. Wow. But what James was doing was giving out their Twitter handle and spelling it. And I thought that was great because the, the, the kind of perceived wisdom is that you don't. You just say, oh, we've got a tweet here from Steve and say, no, if someone's being obnoxious and offensive then then shine light on them and their name. Not so that everyone attacks them. Maybe people will go and attack them. But if someone is being aggressive, offensive and obnoxious, and that, that tweet there wasn't actually that obnoxious, but I have had some, um, then, yeah, I'll, I'll say it. I'll, I'll say who sent it so, to draw attention to it.
4: That's always been my policy if someone is pervy online. Yeah. Too, because I, it's not my secret to keep. Yeah. It, to me, it's like someone you know um, harassing me on a train. I would hope, on a train, I would call it out too.
3: Yeah, So,
4: yeah. no, I'm not, I'm not keeping your little secret. If that's what you're going to put on there, you can stand by it.
3: Yeah. Um, I do... Uh, yeah, that's fine. Go on, carry on with this and we're going no, go to go to Alan. that's
4: the end of the story. Oh, is it? Yeah. So,
3: a dolphin clitoris key is being they've invented got, on the web. They've got
4: complex clitori.
3: OK, well, speaking of uh, of the clitorati, let's go to Alan Caddick. Good evening, Alan. Hiya, Mark. Hello, Alan. I've got some bad news. Who's died?
6: No-one's died, but my mum's not well. Oh, oh. Um, COPD. She she. would No, COPD. What's that? It's to do with the
4: breath. Chronic a... obstructive pulmonary disorder.
3: Oh uh, oh, I'm sorry to hear
6: that, mate. Well, was she in hospital? No, she's at home. But the oh. last few nights she's been sleeping downstairs.
3: Oh, is that a euphemism?
6: No, oh. she can't. She, she can't, can't, can't get
3: upstairs. Oh, mate, I'm sorry. All jokes to, to one side. I'm sorry to hear that, buddy. <laughs> Hello? Um, text messages from the mobile. Okay. Oh, it would be... Ah, uh, uh, text messages from the mobile. Wow, the mobile's texting you now. This is incredible. Um, so what's 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 going to happen then, man What's
12: what's the plan? Well, she's had, well, she's had the doctor out this, small, this afternoon. Yeah. She's got to go for an outpatient, put some tests at the outpatient at the hospital. Yeah. And she's got to have an inhaler to help with her breathing and all that.
3: Okay, well... Well, uh, fingers crossed, look after Mum. Give, maybe give her a, a foot massage.
12: She's
6: got with vitamin medic somewhere. She's got what? One of these vitamin foot massages. We'll give her a, give her a good foot massage. Maybe we can get a Swedish foot
3: massage. Maybe you can do it. Do it. Go I on, don't then. know how to do a Swedish foot massage. You get spit on your hands. Oh God! You no, no. Together no, okay. and then you rub.
4: Have a look on YouTube. There's lots of instructional videos.
3: There's loads of Especially instructional. Massage based. Loads of instructional videos, as Vizios. Catherine said.
12: Videos. Uh, uh, Please. See a picture of a son in the black hole. Did
3: I see oh, the? We're moving on. Did, did I see the picture of the black hole? We're not talking about your mum here, are we? No, we're, we're moving on. Okay, right, good. That's just, just just got to check these things. You just never know these days. Was we talking about those dolphins? Uh, yes, I did see the picture of the black hole. Yes,
12: I've never seen one that size before. That far away. You've never, the M87. One, you've
3: never seen one that size before. Here's the thing. It's not a real picture, is it? Because black hole... Uh, have I got this right? Have I got my science right, Alan? That black holes, you can't see black holes because it's so dark that light can't be reflected or refracted or whatever from them. So you can't see them. So surely it's a computer-generated image, isn't it? It's not a photograph. And also there's, there's like, blue electricity coming out of it. Well, that's... You can't see that either. Because
12: of the pull of the flash' being pulled towards the black hole. Yes. Blackhawks call It's, it's like experience.
3: two people coming down from ecstasy, trying to have an intelligent conversation and failing miserably. Thank you very much, uh, Alan Caddick. That's true, though, you can't see a black hole because it's so dark that it absorbs light, so you can't take a picture of it. Also, where's the camera?
4: Wouldn't it get swallowed? I thought the whole point of black holes is...
3: Um. Well, what would? Everything. Well, what? If... Well, not everything, otherwise we'd I've be... I've seen
4: black holes on telly. You no, don't want seen, to go
3: in one. You've seen the movie, The Black Hole. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Einstein was a racist. What? Yeah, Einstein was a racist. When I was researching artists who were A-holes, the A's who were A's, um, Einstein had a real problem with the Asians. Did Don't, don't we all? Uh, no. uh, that was a joke. Um, you could probably make a, f- a funny joke out of E equals MC squared somehow. But, um, yeah, he had a real problem with the Asians and also was apparently thoroughly unpleasant to his wife. And he had, like, a set of instruct rules that she had to follow, including, um, you will only come into my room when I give you permission. You will, if you expect any gu- Google... Einstein's rules for his wife. It's something about um, pleasure. There's something about pleasure in there. He
4: seemed like such a fun guy in Young Einstein. With the, t-
3: the tongue out and um, getting ready for Marilyn Monroe to sit on his face. What? That's what the tongue was for. It's literally just seconds. You got it? Here we go. Go on. These are Einstein's rules for his wife.
4: Conditions. You will make sure that my clothes and laundry kept that my clothes and laundry are kept in good order that i will receive my three meals regularly in my room that my bedroom and study are kept neat and especially that my desk is left for my use only i am dr Ruth westheimer you will renounce all personal relations with me in so far as they are not completely necessary for social reasons specifically you will forego one my sitting at home with you Two, my going out or travelling with you. <laughs> An <asked. laughs> Actually, she's probably relieved to yeah. have it on pa- in paper. Yeah. On paper. See, you paper. will obey the following points in your relations with me. You will not one, I. You will not expect any intimacy for me. You
3: keep dropping the accent. What Sorry, is that? Sorry, it's just I'm just. Uh, Come uh, on.
4: Nor will you reproach me in any way. Wow. <laughs> Two. You will stop talking to me if I request it. I am too busy knobbing the Marilyn Monroe. Three, you will leave my bedroom or study immediately without protest if I request oh, it. Oh, I me.
3: like that one. I like that one, Einstein. D,
4: this is an interesting one. Okay. You know, they say if it's hysterical, it's historical.
3: You say that, this yeah. Is,
4: this is the one. Yeah. You will undertake not to belittle me in front of our children. Either through words or behavior.
3: Okay. Interesting. Yeah, this guys, mm-hmm. this guy's a genius in more ways than one. Um, there we go. An hour of um, uh, filling time until we die has been completed. I hope you enjoyed it. We're passing the hat now. If, uh, any, please fold up any donations and slip them in. Uh, another two hours to go. Oh, 0344 499 four, nine, uh, 1000 is the uh, telephone number. I've got to talk about Tim Haunted Dolls, Chris Lily, Assange. Oh, and I want Assange. Oh, there's a really interesting story about uh, a, a woman who's got the sack from Emmerdale for tweets that she did about five or six years ago. It's fascinating. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with
12: Ian Lee on Talk Talk Radio. Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
3: Show tonight. It's been a good run of shows. It turns out, a having a week off, b having your best mate do a bloody good job when you're week off, c meds kicking in, d kittens, and e being involved in a near fatal car crash. And that's not an exaggeration. Uh, All of those things combined have encouraged me to raise my game, dear listener. Arguing with a few Michael Jackson idiots, blocking some uh, A-holes, some Jackson A-holes. That's an inappropriate phrase. I take that back immediately. Um, Raise my game. The show is flying high, saying that the switchboard is now... Empty. Uh, if you could turn that computer off for a second, please. Thank you very much because that that buzz is annoying. Uh, so, if you want to give me a call on this joviable show, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Keep that in the boil
4: Einstein update. Yes. Spoiler alert.
3: Yeah.
4: This the rules were read out before the news were about his first wife Labour yes. marriage. Oh yeah. She divorced him shortly after.
3: Okay. Well, that sh- that shouldn't have been allowed. He should. An intelligent man, he should have had a rule. You shall not divorce me. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash.
9: On talk radio. Late at night her lord come home And he's inquiring for his lady The servant's down on his knees And said she's away with seven gypsies
3: Well, it is Saturday morning, it's 9.42 And I'm off to uh, interview Nick Jones, um, a man who I knew nothing about until i heard a brilliant program on radio four four extra actually half past one in the morning a few months ago and since then i have become vaguely obsessed now i'm driving all the way it's it's to well it's near tavistock it's miles away let me just see exactly where we're going Um, Well, it's four hours and 19 minutes away, 226 miles. So, man alive, I hope to get there by about, well, if I can get there for half two, three, take it nice and easy, that'll be good. Um, And we'll have a chat with Nick Jones and his wife, Julia, who have been incredibly accommodating and um, very kind. Right, let's go.
9: Fifty-six, I sailed on board A ship called Byron One She's carried trawler men on deck And a harpoon, and gun Oh, you troller men Come on, forget your snapper and your prawn For it's out of Ballina we'll sail Fishing for the humpback whale. Hello, I'm Ian. How oh, lovely to meet you at last.
3: Oh, I'll be gentle with your hands.
15: I nice oh, you. Tendonitis or oh, something, God. something like that. RSI. They don't you know. They just give you a load of painkillers. Painkillers
3: and a little thing to put on.
15: Yeah. How are you doing? Okay, fine. <laughs> nice to meet you at last. Yeah. Come through. Thank you.
3: I'm quite tall, yes. <laughs> there is that.
15: This area is amazing. It's beautiful. Yes. Absolutely beautiful. Which way did you come over Dartmoor? I came through Dartmoor, yeah. Um Nick, Hey, it's, it's Nick Ian. I'm Ian.
3: Hi. Hey, hey. Nice Hi. to meet you at last. Hey. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, it's fine. I brought a bottle of wine just to say <laughs> thank you very much for oh. letting me come and come and say, don't say hello. Hey, yeah. it's it's nice fun. to meet you.
15: Yeah.
3: Would Do you, you like one I the Well, I'm uh, Aylesbury. Aylesbury. So, yeah. it's just taken four hours or so. It's yeah. not bad, actually. It's not
15: bad, and it's a lovely drive. Yeah. Yeah.
10: yeah. Listening yeah. to some Nick on the way, listening <laughs> to some radio. Mean, Fair mistake. What? Fair mistake. Go and
15: have a steak. have a Can I get you a tea or a coffee? Coffee would be
10: lovely, please. Um, White, no sugar.
15: Proper coffee, as opposed to Ooh, instant
3: coffee, if you have a proper <laughs> coffee. All <laughs> right. Well, I'm in the house with Nick Jones. Nice to meet you, Nick.
10: That's OK. <laughs> um, uh,
3: d- tell how long have you been in this house? Because this is incredible. It's an amazing view uh, out of that window.
10: It's, in, it's a lovely place. We've yeah, been here about ten years, yeah. ten years uh, so, 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 so. Before that, we were in rubbish places <laughs> at Yorkshire. And you can't say Yorkshire. Is Yorkshire rubbish? No. And what's and, uh, the place? Cambridgeshire as well. No, uh, that, that was rubbish too. And Chelmsford, that was even worse. <laughs> So wherever we, we moved, we'd always hate, I always hate the places yeah. where we moved. This is the first place where, I actually moved in, and wanted to be here.
3: What's so different about this place? Though? I don't know. It's it's just, uh,
10: yeah, it's just feels, feels nice, you know? yeah. and it also it was it was a wreck which we had to redo. We had to re- rebuild it. You know? yeah. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, a lot of it had to be rebuilt. Because there were no floors, you know, there, there were no, uh, everything oh, was over a mess. Awesome. And the whole place was yellow, it was painted yellow, and it was a ridiculous, awful place. Oh, so
3: it's now a very tasteful white. Yeah. Uh, there, is a, there are floors. You've got yeah, floors.
10: Yeah, yeah that's, that's quite nice. there, there are wooden floors over there. But, uh, your,
3: your cat is drinking milk out of that milk jug. Come on now, smudge. <laughs> that's not for you, is it? Unbelievable. See, that's milk. Cats. Apparently, it's bad for cats. Yeah, you're not supposed to give them
10: milk. I did not know that. Yeah, I did not know that. No, so not I thought good. they were something that they, they liked to have, and they were okay with it. Yeah. Uh,
3: now, Nick, I was saying, I'm going to be honest. I didn't, I hadn't heard of you until about four or five months ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you, I've got, ai have a, a strained relationship with English yeah. folk, and I, yeah. I've tried it, and I keep dipping in. Should I push her down? Come on, Smudge. That's not. She's gone. I would keep trying to dip in. Well, don't whack her with your cane. It's not that bad. Um, and it, there was just something about it. I just couldn't... There would be a couple of songs, and I just couldn't quite get into it. And then I heard this documentary about you on... It was on 4 Extra, one thirty in the morning.
10: Mm-hmm.
3: And just the story blew me away, and we'll talk about the story in a bit. But, man, you're... What's the story, is <laughs> Cool. You, you 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 were you were on the way up and then you hit a truck. I mean, that's, uh,
10: yeah, that's the story. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's not it's a bricks.
3: We'll get there in a minute. But the music, the music grabbed me. It was the first time I'd heard English folk, or you know, at least a kind of variation on it, yeah. where it made me go, "Whoa, this is this is incredible." incredible. How did you How did you get started?
10: By having it, by, by having a, a, good, a method of playing, wow. which was to hit the guitar and got a nice beat out of it, yeah. and you whack it, you whack it with the you ball of your thumb hits the bridge and you get a, a clicking. And it's uh, it, gives you, it gives you like a drummer sound yeah. with, with the guitar, and that that, that supports the guitar. But
3: how did you how did you develop that? When when did you? F- and I, I'm aware that you, your memory's not as good as it was. You've warned me, so there may be some blanks or there may be some lies. Yeah. We just don't know. <laughs> but do you remember when you we first got a guitar? Who who were you trying to be when you first
10: picked I was up? Trying a to be Hank Marvin. No, really. Hank, Hank Marvin. Marvin. Yeah. Wow. He's a great guitar yeah. player, I felt. and I wanted to be like him. So I wanted so I played to so so play things like Apache and the Frightened City wow. and I played them on the guitar to, to learn and I, I had a guitar but it was the first guitar I got was a, a Chinese and it cost me four pounds ten yeah. uh, ten shillings that was yeah. old money and, uh, and I bought this guitar and trying to learn, learn to play Hank Marvin stuff on this, on this guitar well, I
3: think Hank's been for, kind of forgotten that he was sort of the first British oh, guitar yeah. hero yeah. that we had, and he inspired a lot of people. Yeah. And he's sort of been consigned to, to the history books a bit. I think. Yeah,
10: but he was a great, great guitar player. He was great. And the shadows were, were Ace. I d- I didn't like Cliff Richards very much. No. I, f- I found him a bit of a strange character. But uh, I didn't really like him very much. But I liked the, the guitar, yeah. the guitar playing. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't well,
3: then, how because yeah. Hank Marvin was was kind of rock I guess you could rock and roll how did you then move from that to to folk music and traditional
10: folk music as yeah. well. Well, I was asked to join a group by some people who were at the halliard, and they were a group in Chelmsford, yes. and they played 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 in this folk club they, they owned. And the guy who the main singer, he used to have a a, reg, a magazine which was, was called called just called folk music, I suppose, something like that. And uh, title, yeah. yeah. And uh, he he was he was the, 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 he, he did the club he had to own the club, mm. and uh, he wanted to, wanted to keep the club the group going. And the, the, the guitar player at the time, Jeff Harris, he was, and he was he was a good guitar player. But uh, he was leaving. He didn't want to become didn't want to become a professional professional, and he, he wanted to stay at home and. Uh, he had to do his job yeah. and whereas the others we wanted to do, get out, get around and get some money and get some guitars and get some
3: girls I'm guessing
10: yeah, as well yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, just, as, just as Julia walks in sorry <laughs> yeah. yeah it was all sorts of good fun yeah and uh, and then I, I, I played the guitar so I said I said I'll help you out play the guitar a bit for, in the group and we and uh i I go around with you and yeah. do such a few bookings, and so I' become a professional at that point a yeah. professional singer because uh, i didn 't really like doing the jobs that i had been doing
3: What were you doing? what was what was well, your day job?
10: The best job actually was was uh, as a lifeguard in a swimming pool, the child for swimming pool, wow. and that was really good, but most of the jobs I was doing were, were office jobs you know, yeah. and I tried to be you know sort of mr Mr Smarty Pants you know, in London and I was, it was ravish, it was awful. <laughs> Awful stuff, and uh, so I wanted to stop that working. And I thought well, the idea of singing a few songs and getting money for yeah. that was a great idea, and I realised that there was good money there.
3: What, what year was this roughly? Do you remember?
10: Ooh, late seventies, early early sixties. I'm think.
3: Uh, well, it probably would have been like mid sixties,
10: maybe sixty four, sixty five. Yeah, well, I, I was uh, about. 20-ish when we started okay. started playing in, in, in the group, and that was uh, forty. So that would be sixty-seven. Okay, sixty-seven.
3: Because it, it, were, were you never tempted? Because obviously, six people think of sixty-seven. They think of like Sergeant Pepper and the yeah. Beatles and the Stones yeah. and all of that.
10: Yeah,
3: no, you no, were no. never tempted to go down the rock route, the psychedelic kind yeah. of.
10: That's what I wanted to do. Really, <laughs> yeah. you want to do folk? No. Oh. No, he's got this opportunity to do get a few checkles, <laughs> do a few bookings here. This you poured
3: yourself out yeah. to get some... Oh, good for you, OK. <laughs>
10: yeah. yeah, I wanted to play rock and roll, yeah. yeah, yeah. I wanted to be Hank Marvin playing Stratton, Stratton City. That's yeah. what I was after doing.
3: But uh, you ended up in the in the folk group, yeah. doing the rounds. How much were you getting paid for those gigs?
10: Well, I think at the time, there was about 20 quid per booking. That's not bad for
3: mid to late sixties,
10: is it? That's that's pretty. Uh, Yeah, it was okay. It's good. It's good. It's good money. And also, it only took an hour. What I didn't realise, I should have should have really thought about it, was that really the majority of the job was actually driving. Right. Yeah. You know, it's driving, not not singing. Singing, you sing for an hour. We no. drive for about six hours.
3: I've heard musicians say they yeah. they do the gigs for free. They get paid for the yeah. travelling. Yeah. That's that's what they earn yeah. their money for.
10: Yeah, and that's what's what wrecked me in the is the travelling. I used to go, to, I, used to, I used to do a, a series of folk clubs, and then at the last 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 group the last booking. On a, on a tour, I'd drive home, right. which was after the singing. So and I was whacked out tired, yeah, yeah. and uh, that's what happened. I fell asleep and whacked a lorry.
3: Well, let's 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 yeah. do that, and then we'll go back to the music. So I want to yeah. kind of celebrate the music, but the, an integral part of your story is. The, is the car crash after uh, a gig? What? When was this? Eighty two.
10: Eighty two. So sorry. Yeah, I don't remember. No, <laughs> of
3: course you remember. Sorry, I do. Of course. Thanks
10: <laughs> for the mix.
3: <laughs> you, you don't remember any of the night you played a gig. From what I have read, yeah. you played a gig yeah. driving. Glasgow. It was.
10: Glasgow. That's where the booking
3: was. Do you remember? Do you remember the gig at all?
10: No. 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 I don't know I did it because I, most, most I did most, most of the towns in England than I did. Yeah. At some point, yeah.
3: When you were gigging around that era, late 70s, early 80s, what was the setup? Was it just you with a guitar yeah. going off in a car on your own?
10: Yeah, you, you drive drive for a few hours to, to get to Manchester or somewhere and, yeah. and do the Manchester Folk Club, to get some money, and then go home it, if, if possible or, or if I was got another booking in Man- in Manchester region I'd then stay overnight somewhere and, yeah and do well I also stay with some of the folk club yeah. uh, some, some folk golf operators you know. yeah yeah and we uh, I, I used to do, I, I'd do, I'd do a tour for about maybe a week or so I'd do in the same region I'd yeah. do say Liverpool Manchester you know for, for, uh, what's the other place uh, boom and then yeah so you uh, go around I
3: come, go go, around you and go, and go to an area for a week yeah, hang out and then come yeah, back home yeah yeah so the accident
10: yeah
3: um you're driving home and you you only know this because people have told you what happened yeah. you hit a truck carrying a load of bricks
10: yeah yeah what happened I think I fell asleep I think I don't I don't remember this at all
3: Julia is, is shaking her head do so you want to well, tell us When
15: well, you don't know for something I'm for certain I mean, I drove over there so many times going back and forth to the hospital and he'd just gone over a little bridge and you shake. So I don't it was a bend, a notorious Mm. bend that has a road off it that reflects lights off and if a car was parked up there. So uh, we're not sure he went to sleep or they reckoned that he didn't sleep. I'm going to come over here at all. He had a burst tyre, but that was probably caused through the accident. Um, and it was a new car. Oh. <laughs> so whether he was fiddling, um, you, you don't know. I, I don't know. But I, I don't think it was assumed you fell asleep because for, for him, that time of night
10: was quite normal. Right, right. a right. new car. I was probably... probably uh, was got a
15: heater. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Who knows?
5: we
10: never know, Nick, yeah. but... Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe the guy came out without any lights on. You're it's
3: thinking possible. of Prince Philip now.
10: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're
3: getting things confused. Yeah. But it
10: was very
15: strange that the, the, yeah. Yeah, a friend of the driver's actually came round to see me, which I thought was very odd, mm. asking, did Nick remember anything about oh. the accident? But that may have um, just been genuine concern. When did
3: you, Julia, find out that he'd been... in? A really
15: serious accident. Well, about um, a couple of hours after yeah, I, I was already up. I I knew something was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. Um, and and so I was up waiting almost for a knock at the door.
3: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I can't even begin to imagine that must have been
15: Well horrible. Yes, I yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah. <laughs> it was. Um, but I think you know people it must be the same for people whose husbands do anything they're on the road a lot there's always that that possibility isn't there Mm. and it's just that um, you get a sort of a sense of something Uh, we always used to I always used to wake up just before he came in
3: Mm. right okay yeah
15: and we always worked out roughly how far away he was Yeah. yeah Where he was thinking, i oh, they'll do that." Whatever it is, yeah, <laughs>
3: I don't. I don't want to dwell on the accident. So, a couple more questions, then we'll kind of go back yeah. to the music because that's the important stuff. And the accident is horrible, but
10: that's a great accident.
3: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
10: but you, uh, you did nearly die. Oh yeah, I did. did. Um. When you ca- it took all the blood off me, it took all the blood out. All me. Of it
15: all of it.
10: you <laughs> replaced me with some other oh, stuff. Well, we put some other stuff in. There. <laughs> when yeah. you came out, is it true? I've heard that when people
3: come out of a coma or a stroke
10: yeah.
3: that and they struggle to speak that all they can remember are swear words. Is yeah. that true?
10: Yeah. Yeah. So you'll you just. But I was. I was I had a few, few few months before I came out of swear words. Really? I was out for a count, Yeah. A count.
15: Yeah, but they were the first words, more or less. Yeah. I've heard this from be, a few people. He'd yeah. make up words, right. so you'd get odd odd words like oblong. Oblong. Yeah. Pyjamas. Pyjamas knit. No, not Burma. never knew what they meant. Mm. Um. But yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, swear words. <laughs> and I remember another singer, Tony Rose. His father had. I think he had a stroke or something yeah. and all, I mean uh, he said, I've never heard who his father swear in his whole right. life he said, and this torrent of abuse came out I've, I've heard if you go to stroke wards there's, there's, yeah. because,
3: I don't know I guess it's because the F word and the S word they're so, they mean everything, they can mean, you know beautiful things and horrific, they can mean they can mean everything, yeah. aren't they?
10: So my means of expression, she, she, it's a necessity. You have to swear. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let's go back to the music a bit. Your Penguin Eggs yeah. is, um, is a masterpiece. When did that come out, 81? 80. 80. 80. Looking the historian over there. <laughs> what Do you remember... Anything about that recording that album? D- 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 Realising that this was something really different from what you'd done before?
10: No, no, I never, used to, never used to think that much about. I never used to think about it much. When I've done it, I've done it, and I forget about it then. Mm. I never, never listen to it much. Never used to listen to, much, yeah. to, listen
3: to my records because it's cited as like one of the top one hundred albums of all time. One of the fifty albums you must listen to it before it you t- die. It's
10: in between, uh, who was it? Uh, a good rock singer uh, what's the name uh, wasn't it
3: was David Bowie one of David them David
10: Bowie I, don't I don't know was, yeah. Rolling Stone. and Rolling Stones yeah, yeah. well I was in between them that's
3: not bad is it yeah. number
15: 79
3: <laughs> <laughs> not that you're keeping score or anything no, 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 no. but that's something to be I mean that's something to be incredibly proud of yeah, great, yeah. and Bob Dylan nicked your didn't he nick a, um, yeah. a song of you
10: Kennedy Howie yeah, yeah Kennedy Howie that's so. a great song yeah.
3: He nicked it.
10: Yeah, oh, yeah. he's
3: he's famous there. I mean, I wouldn't want to call him a plagiarist, but oh,
10: he's, he's, a great, he's a great songwriter. He's, oh, he's great. He's, he's great. great but he's fantastic. a little bit of a tea leaf as well. Oh, it's funny. You? He's he's a great performer. I just like, like him. Mm. I, saw, I heard him in. Perth in Australia for doing a concert there and he, he was really great.
3: I'm seeing again I'm late to Dylan I couldn't get into Dylan for years oh. and then last year there was there was um, what, there was this oh I think it was Blind Willie McTell I don't know if you know yeah. that song <laughs> that opened the, the gateway to Bob Dylan. I'm seeing him in concert in July for the first time. Yeah. I hear it's it, th- his concerts these days are very hit or miss. It, it's either going to be amazing or it's going to be a car crash. Yeah. We shouldn't really use that phrase. I, thought, <laughs> so I just realised how inappropriate that was. <laughs> so sorry, that was a, that was a deliverer. Um, so th- you were saying before we started talking, you did the first two solo albums in 70, 71, I, I think th- they were. Yeah. But, uh, you don't rate them,
10: though. oh rubbish. No,
3: they're not, though, man. <laughs> why do? Why do you think
10: that? Well, they're were, they were good. They're good. But uh, the songs were never. They meant nothing really to me. I mean, That's a good thing. Uh, anyway the songs meant nothing to Victor. I didn't really like traditional folk songs. And what I wanted to do, actually, was, at the end, I was trying to change to become a contemporary singer rather than a traditional singer. But I was known as a traditional singer who who did ballads and all this stuff. And uh, I didn't want to be that. I wanted to write songs myself. So I started to... So is that why
3: there was the big gap between the first two albums and then the next album? Is there a gap of of six, seven years, something like that? Is that because you just didn't... Probably know what you wanted to
10: say. Probably, with me mean, it's laziness, because I was very lazy. <laughs> wasn't, You're a lazy lad. I've always been a very lazy <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I wasn't very, very lazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it saved, saved me in a lot in of senses, yeah. So if, if, um, well, I wanted to become a songwriter rather yeah. than a, a, a sing, sing just a singer, you know. And I didn't really, I didn't really uh, have any connection with any of traditional songs much, you know. Right. And so I wanted to... to Sing songs which express express what I felt myself. So.
3: so did you? Are you saying? Because I I saw on one of the albums uh, uh, that you covered a Loudon Wainwright song oh, yeah. and a Randy Newman song. are Those the kind of people you were aspiring yeah, to be.
10: Yeah, yeah. Hit me with a rhythm stick was one song which got me going.
3: Really, The yeah.
9: enduring?
10: Yeah, fantastic. You didn't record that, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> God, I'd love to hear a Nick Jones version of that. Imagine. It was a great, great song. Yeah. But also that swimming song that, uh... Yeah. I remember did. And that was from the McGarrigal Sisters. I learned from the McGarrigal Sisters. Right. Because that one I was married to... The ch- oh yeah, of yeah. course, of course. That's right, yeah. And he, that, in the end, and she did. She died now. She, yeah. yeah, But she was. They were great as a group. The McGarrigle Sisters. Yeah. I, I fell in love with them. They were fantastic.
3: We had we had Loudon on the show. He came on the show, oh, and man, oh, alive, life yeah. he can he can tell stories. It's yeah. obvious in his songs in his book that he, yeah. he he wrote last year. He's an incredible man. Have you met him?
10: No, no really, Never met him. He's a great, great guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying he's a great guy, I don't know where he's
3: <laughs> He may have been a bastard, for all we know. No, I suspect not, I suspect, no, he, I suspect was. He, he was. Not
15: really
10: boring. He might have a <laughs> are he?
15: He, he was being recorded f- yeah. by a friend of ours yeah. Yeah. who told him that Nick had recorded the Swimming Song mm. and that, and what had happened to Nick. And at the end of the show, yeah. um, after the show had turned off, he... He recorded the swimming song for Nick. and said, Here, Nick, buddy. I think there were a few other songs he put on that tape,
10: didn't he? I don't know whether that did, but, yeah, he did that for you. Yeah. So that was really
15: nice.
10: Yeah, it's a good check there.
15: After the accident,
10: did
3: you... um, were you frustrated? Because obviously you were—you were physically damaged. You yeah. couldn't play guitar yeah. as as well or at all. As
10: uh, at all. At all. Mainly because the right hand. Right. All the Everything was the right hand was the outside of the car. Everything was smashed. The legs, arms, everything, yeah. and uh, the eyes, everything, and it's outside. Know, the right hand was was never there. To play with the rhythm, because right. I wanted to. Pl- I have to play the rhythm. That's your te- That was your technique. Yeah, I was yeah, to get the rhythm, but I can never get the beats, and I had to, t- to ages trying to get the rhythm, being able to pluck the strings, and, mm. and I was, I couldn't organise these fingers at all, mm. and they started to, gradually after a while, it started to come back. it's yeah. starting to come back now.
3: And there's there's also there's a little bit of uh, I hope this doesn't sound offensive brain damage oh, yeah. in as much as that you you forget. Yeah words and yeah. you get a little bit jumbled and you're yeah. quite forgetful that may be old age Nick I don't know
10: no, but... no I had to relearn, relearn the lang- whole language did you? yeah yeah I had to relearn and they, did, they these lovely nurses they taught me all these words that I never knew like like promise and will you and won't you wow. and, and amazing. they taught, taught me w- the words I, I didn't know you know it- as a performer, and as a songwriter,
3: and as a musician, that must have been—I mean—frustrating. Can't even oh, yeah, be, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Can't even touch the surface of it. Surely, how did yeah. you, how did you cope with that? I mean, did you come out and try and play again, or did you yeah. kind of give up?
10: What was, what was the deal? No, I never, never gave up. I just wanted, wanted to play the guitar, and had mm. just had to always oh, practice and trying to get, the, try and pick the strings because I used to pick very individual strings yeah. and then whack them and all, all things that my right hand used to do was, and the left hand was okay I could play the chords but right. I couldn't play the actual notes right with the, the the right hand and that was what's so frustrating was I could never get the rhythm and I wanted rhythm you know? yeah. sort of yeah. This
3: is what we were saying earlier You're, you hit, you're me hit me stick. with your rhythm yeah, stick but I, your technique is you can hear the right hand slapping the guitar yeah. and slapping the strings yeah. and it's, you don't need yeah. um, a drummer you've, you've got it all going off in yeah. the right hand and if you yeah. couldn't do that that must have been tough for everybody, you know yeah. t- t- having an incredibly talented man, not being able to express himself in a way that yeah. he would want to that must have been tough for you, Julia
15: yeah, having to listen
3: to- <laughs> <laughs> listen to that racket
15: <laughs> and it's still the, it's still he still goes on, but yeah. I mean the damage is is as someone with a stroke yeah. so there's the spasticity that gets in the way of, you know, he's going along fine and then it's not. Brain doesn't connect. But, I mean, he's... Actually, he's coped very well and it was only because he was so laid back anyway. Um, He he used to say, you know, people say, oh, you know, it's dreadful. And he said, yeah, but it could have been worse. I could have gone further on and been killed out. (laughs) (laughs) That was always his attitude.
3: The the world must have been surprised then when you came back i guess is is the the phrase and did some gigs what year would those gigs have been early 2000s again we're looking to julia it's
15: not that long ago is it was it 2010 could be no no it's, it's later than that is it i oh, really no, i don't remember um i didn't remember <laughs>
9: Unmissable late-night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation.
0: Make contact with Ian Lee. The late-night
3: alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Let's go to Marilyn. Good evening, Marilyn.
5: Hello, Ian.
3: Hello, Marilyn. Hey, Marilyn.
5: Hey yeah. I just
3: want to give you a cuddle. Hey, it's very kind
5: of you. <laughs> I'm just... Uh, I think you should come off that... Um, the... all the social media. Yes. Draw a line under it. You were happy yesterday. You had a lovely holiday We your Yeah. Yeah. And just... We all love you.
3: Well, not everyone does. <laughs> I'm seeing on my Wait. screen. But thank you, Marilyn. I, You're right. I, think I, I there? think... I think those are sensible... Uh, I think those are sensible
5: suggestions. It's everybody that goes on these things that get, they get
7: upset.
5: Mm, mm. All they do is upset people. Uh, you, you've, yeah. got, you've got to be in a really good state of mind to be able to take it, and you, you're not. So no. get off
12: it. Get off it. Get
3: <laughs> off it.
5: Hey, Here's thank- your
3: <laughs> Thank you, Marilyn. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Let's go to Jenny. Good evening, Jenny.
5: Oh,
2: hello! Hello, I'm on the air. I can't believe it. Um, oh, yeah. Just want to say hello and Hi. look after yourself. Thank you. And have a lovely cuddle from your cats when you get in. Yes,
3: man. Room. If they, if they <laughs> well, they're locked in actually. So lucky won't have escaped and gone off somewhere else. Yeah.
2: Oh, I You're know. because gonna... I, I woke up last night. Heard you talking about being on the train. Track, oh. shaking the box of biscuits, and I was thinking,
3: "Oh my god!" It was a, it was a life and death situation. I was one Lucky yeah. wouldn't come home. I didn't know where she was, so I had to go. There's a train oh. track right at the back of my garden, and I had to go and climb up there. And I literally stood in the middle of a train track, shaking a big bag of biscuits, going, "Lucky,
2: Lucky." Oh. Meanwhile, she was sauntering home, like, "What yeah. are you worried about?" <laughs> yeah, I know.
3: They're little sods, aren't they? Oh,
2: they Some are. Bags. We got four. Four. Well, I don't. Let- yeah, mm, um, that's I've only three got three. A, three, are rescues, and one isn't because it took me ten years after my my other one died to get to get to get another one. Mm. But I've got the emulation of my first one, so that's good. But the other three are there's Long stories about how they came about, but they don't go out. Unfortunately, oh, so they? They live in.
3: Yeah. But, I uh I'd I did to get to I did to toy the with keeping them in, but um you know, if something's gonna happen, it's gonna happen, you know. Mm. They're happy out <laughs> and about and I love my girl I love my little girls.
2: Well, I'm the first time caller to any radio show wow. show. Wow, you uh, called in on the night call. I have a breakdown on air. Um there you go. Wow. Then That's what takes. this is I what we need through. to, I'm to I'm do really
3: to get happy. more
2: callers. Yeah, um my I'm, my boss, hmm. But you wouldn't believe I work on uh, on the phone all day. I'm a receptionist and blah, blah, blah. But hmm. I'm like, my oh, heart's in my mouth anyway. Well, you,
3: you've <laughs> I mean, done no. absolutely brilliant, Jenny. It's nice. Thanks for sharing about your cats. I really appreciate it.
6: And
11: take care. Thank you, um, Jenny.
3: Cheers. Bye-bye. Uh, let's try Steve. Hello, Steve.
11: Hi. Um, first of all, can I just say, um, sorry if you're not calling in before, I've been a fan of your show for... Well, I've been a fan of you for a very long time, and there's a lot of uh, synchronicities oh. between our lives. Um, I'm a re- uh, recovering heroin addict. I've hey. been clean for 13 years. Hey,
3: congratulations.
11: Um, but still, a, d- a day does not go by where I don't wake up, and instantly... It, for, for, for a split second, it's like, I wonder whether I'm withdrawing or not. And it never goes away. Um, and I just... Suppose I just wanted to say to you that the the only thing you can do with the things that you've done. I mean, the, there is so much guilt in my life mm. for, for things that happened in the past, for, for things that I did while, while I was an heroin addict, etc. And the only way that I could get through them is to own them. Mm. To is to to just say, right, well, this it cannot be changed. It, these things cannot be taken away. But that doesn't change who you are. Um, you're probably one of the the, the most honest people um, that that I've ever, you know, listened to. And I think you do a, an excellent job. You know, life's difficult. It's not. It's not something that you know. You wake up every day. You you, you know. You you go to work. You come home. Everything's perfect. It's not like that. Um, it, it, it's different for everybody, and to have a, uh, you know, you had a little breakdown on air. That 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 to me makes me respect you more, because it, it shows, it shows that you do care, and it shows that you are that honest person that that I've come to, to really like over the years, you know. And I promise you, it, it will get better. It will get better. It won't ever become perfect, I don't think. I can't promise you that. I'm 13 years down the line, and uh, I
3: relapsed after 13 years.
11: Yeah, I uh, I, I, um, I I did a very similar thing after after 12 years. Me and my um, girlfriend broke up, and I, a, a lot of things were happening at the time, and and, and everything just seemed to happen at once. And I, I had a very small relapse where I uh, I used for a, a few weeks, um, but the th- it's not to dwell on. It doesn't mm. take all the other hard work away. Um, someone, my very first drug counselor, um, who is a, was a fantastic woman, fantastic woman. She she told me that life is a road. And in that road, there is a hole. And we walk down the road, and we'll fall down the hole, and we'll drag ourselves out. And then we'll walk down the road again, and we'll fall down the hole again, and we'll drag ourselves out. And eventually, we'll figure a way to, to either build a bridge over the road or accept help to, to get over the, the council the need
3: to come and fill in the the holes in the road that's that's the problem
11: yeah, basically yeah but, <laughs> but uh, where i live in Law, <laughs> you haven't got you haven't got a chance but yeah it, it people we, it will keep happening mm. throughout life it's not going to be perfect and you are going to have a lot of times where 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 this happens but you've just got to own it and and just be yourself just just carry on being yourself so uh...
3: If if you had to have a fight with a beetle, one of the beetles, which beetle do you think you could you could beat, I would imagine Ringo is nuts. I imagine Ringo would just, would just kill you. I've got a feat well we know we know we have the evidence that George Harrison is tough because he had an intruder in his house and he fought with him for forty five minutes. Um, admittedly, his wife had to come in and she delivered the blow, she delivered the blow. But, 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 you know, George was taking literally knives to the chest. So, Harrison is is tough. I think, I think Lennon would be a pussy. I think, you think? I think Lennon is all is, is all swagger and talk. But I reckon as soon but as Yoko you, would get you as soon as you, was well, she karate, isn't it? As soon as you pulled your <laughs> fist back to hit him, he'd like, like cower.
4: Whoa. Oh. Peace and love, man. Oh,
3: don't hit me. So that's so. If you want to phone in about fighting rock stars, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, otherwise, I've got feeling this is going to be a bit of a sob fest.
6: Good evening, Robert. Good evening. How are we? Well, I know you yeah. How are you, Cal?
1: Yeah. Hey, it's Rob.
6: <laughs> hey. Oh, is that what? Oh, listen, I've not heard him for a bit, and... Yeah, no, tonight's not the, the first it. night
3: in ages you've let tuned in, is it?
6: Yes, <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, good for you. Well, well played. On, on form. Um, but, here's the thing. Do you know about this Mrs Hinch? Who? Yes. Yeah, exactly, Kath knows. This is a lady that does cleaning, and she's making an absolute fortune. She's
4: like Kim and Aggie, but fit.
3: Is, yeah. Oh, she's not an, um, a nudie... Is she a nudie cleaner? No. No. Okay. No. It's just glamorous. mind,
6: though. So
3: Never mind. But, sorry. What's name?
6: Isn't? Mrs. Hinch. Put Mrs. Hinch into but, Google. She's had a makeover recently. Okay. But, but what? But, but, so she just tidies houses? Well, no. She gives you tips like baking soda and vinegar. Oh, vinegar
3: like, cleans everything, man. Vinegar. Yeah,
4: yeah but I did my, because of um, Kim and Aggie, I was quite into it when I got my first flat. I did hmm. my bathroom with vinegar, and it smelled like fish and chips for about three weeks. Yeah,
3: yeah.
6: So. Yeah. <laughs> it was clean. And you've got to get it right. But I think there's a market in this because, oh. like, I've got my own tip, which, I don't know, I'm thinking I could become Mr. Hinch, but I need something. Yeah. So, basically, if you use wet wipes all the time, mm-hmm. you will get hemorrhoids. Did you know this? Uh, well...
4: what from having a moist sphincter. Exactly.
3: I do not know this, Kath.
6: I didn't know. Why, why Why? would you use wet wipes? Because I've got a bit of a promotion. I'm living the high life. <laughs> He's posh now. I'm not using dry. Wow. And my bum started bleeding. Wow, so, you, you've life.
3: broken your bum. There you go. You, when Mrs
6: got, Hinch is going to fix his bums. Well, no, I'm thinking of becoming Mr Hinch and offering, like, life pro tips for men. Mr Flinch. <laughs> Mr. Flinch, there you go, yeah. Cass, thank you. Wow. There's 10%. Excellent.
3: Wow, OK. Do you well, think this so is you've just phoned
6: got... me up to tell me that you
3: find a cleaner fit and you've got a bloody bottom.
6: <laughs> well, you're the one saying give <laughs> Snapchat your nudie bits, so, you know. <laughs> he's, got you
3: he's, he's got me there. He's got me there. Rob, I, I, can I have my pictures back, please?
6: Yeah, can I have a couple? (laughs) Yeah,
3: okay, I'll send them. We'll we'll do do a competition. You're one of the few that didn't get them, but thank you, Rob. 0344-499-1000. Let's try... uh... It's Chris. Good evening, Chris. Evening, Ian. Evening, Chris! Yes, my brother. What you got?
0: Don't let the bastards grind you down, man. Okay. Listen. Yes? You know what? If you bloody quit your show, who am I going to bloody listen to of an evening?
3: Well, someone with a potty mouth, apparently, using by the language coming out of yours.
0: Yeah, well, I'm just peed off, man. That's better. That's better. Yeah. That's better. Well, good I- to see you back, man.
3: Thank you, Chris. I'm, I'm sorry for uh, being um, silly uh, an hour ago. That was, it was inappropriate.
0: Don't be sorry, man. You was, was rude to my brother. He wasn't very happy.
3: Well, hang on, who was your brother?
0: David, he rang you up to tell you he was doing home
3: improvements. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't care about his home improvements. And he had a rubbish phone. He should be doing phone improvements. (laughs) That's what he should be doing. I know, I've told him that many times. (laughs) Oh man. Hey, nice one, Chris. Thank you, man. I appreciate I appreciate that. Let's try Craig. Good evening, Craig.
16: Evening, Ian. Evening, Craig. So, a couple of points I wanted to make. Yeah. One, um, I I sent you a tweet, like, probably months ago now, about that I saw you in computer exchange with your two sons, and I wish I said hello, but I chose oh, to. Oh,
3: yes, yes, yes. I always say um, hello in computer exchange. Is, uh, I, I know,
16: I know. You were doing some good trades, I believe. I
3: may <laughs> well have. I may well have been, yes, yes. Know, um, the the so, trades in the computer exchange, I mean, you take a game in, and they give you, like, 25p, literally, for some I like the classics as well. Yeah, classics.
16: So, and um, a few weeks later, you went for an appointment that you, me, and everybody go to. I hope so. In a village, village very nearby, and at reception, you actually wrote a, uh, a card saying "love you" from Ian.
3: When was that? Uh, when
16: was that? It what? was a few weeks later. Are you okay if I mention the village that you what? went to? Yeah, yeah. Go on. Haddonham.
3: Haddonham.
16: Oh, and... and you went to? Uh, did you, you go to the dentist? <laughs>
3: oh god yeah sorry yeah 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 yeah. oh
16: yes i remember that yeah 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 Yeah, and that was that was me you wrote it to and uh, uh, now your your missus works behind the counter no she doesn't she was actually i believe i'm sure not as well it's up to you if i break confidence is the dentist dentist.
3: it's not really that confidential
16: (laughs) i'm a mental health nurse so i have to be careful um no she was she was your dental nurse (laughs)
3: <laughs> well, that was it. That's exactly who she was. I'm so sorry. Yes, I do remember. I do remember. Well, there and you go. Well, that, uh, I'm glad because I, though, I thought she was I, just a weirdo. I didn't think there really was a Craig. I thought this uh, was just a scam. But it turns yeah. out you're a real human and she, being.
16: And she, she didn't, uh, she didn't directly ask you, but she did ring down to reception. That
3: was it. Reception I, to ask. That was it. I knew I'd signed it downstairs at the the thing. Okay. Oh, well, there you Here. go, ma'am. Well, she was an excellent. They they did an excellent um, service on my teeth. Of course they wrote me in for the hygienist, which I always think is a bit of a scam. <laughs> but, you know, it, you, you, yeah. you you feel better after it, so I'll, I'll pay the 45 quid, whatever it is.
16: Yeah, yeah, good man, good man. Thank <laughs> you, babe. Um Secondly, I just want to say, because I know you frequent the Odeon cinema sometimes, so yeah. you said on radio the other day, Yeah. don't wear a white T-shirt when you go. Why? Because I found out when I went to go and see... ABBA, Mamma Mia 2. I won't go into the reasons why I won't see it, but it was a work-do. It got quite hot and sweaty due to the fact they turned their temperature temperature control off, not because of the content of the film. Yes. I came out. My back was brown. Oh.
4: What? Because of the chairs?
16: Because of the chairs. (gasps) Because obviously it got quite hot and sweaty, which, you know, I'm fine with. Yeah. But I came out. And my white T-shirt, I came home, and my girlfriend, who's obviously around cleanliness and infection control... (laughs) Said, "Oh my God! Look at the state of you." And so I was it just? Around, the, it wasn't
3: the, the dye of the chair; it was filth. It was filth, Ian. Jeez. I tell you, that's outrageous. So, are I you sure? We're... I have to be, listen. So we have to kind of be impartial here. Are you <laughs> sure it wasn't like just filth seeping out of your back? Well, no, I've been at work that day, but it wasn't a busy day. To your pores aren't that clogged.
16: No, I'd like to think not. Wow. So OK, well, I, listen, that's a top tip, Craig. I appreciate Jeez, that.
3: Do not wear white T-shirts when you <laughs> go to the Odeon cinema. Also, there don't you go. go and see Mamma Mia 2. I mean, that's, that's a ridiculous thing to go I and see. I kind of got roped along to it. Shout up, um, man. It was your suggestion. Any suggestions <laughs> for the film we should go and see? Craig's hand up. Yeah, Mamma Mia 2's out. I've booked yeah. it already. We're going. Yeah, and do you know what? I hadn't even seen Mamma Mia. <laughs> did, did you manage to pick up the story? Um,
16: I, 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 funny enough, there were some songs in there that I knew. <laughs> Shazam on Monday. Off to see Shazam with the boys. My my, my son, my son and I will hopefully be going this week.
3: So there you go. And we'll um, all the best. Thank you, brother. Nice to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed. I remember it was it was the computer exchange in Aylesbury, and I wasn't. I was, I was taking back a faulty controller, but I parked, um, parked illegally, and I had to say we we've really got to hurry this up because I've parked illegally. But uh, but actually thinking back, I don't think the controller was faulty either. I don't think I was trying to sync it up properly. I think I'd synced it up. Yeah, I think I'd synced it up incorrectly. Yes, Dan?
1: Good evening. Um, Ian, while well, you were on air a little hour ago, having a moment or two. Yes. I, I was suffering a trauma myself.
3: Uh-oh, go on, what's happened? I've got three cats, Ian. Hey, well done, good for you. It's a good number. Yeah,
1: sooty, smoking, bandit.
3: Okay.
1: And they're getting quite old now. Yeah. Um, and one of them doesn't cover their poo anymore. Sometimes... Outside the litter box.
3: Oh, my! well, one of my young ones is doing that. Yeah, but right next
1: to the litter box.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Even if it's clean litter, sarcastically. And the, my house smells of mushy peas. Um, uh, wh- why? What are you feeding them? Mushy peas? Well, they, they, they just eat cat food, but it, it smells like bachelor's mushy peas. My, my eyes are watering.
3: I'm going to have to smell some bachelor's mushy peas, because when my cats do a poo, it doesn't smell anything... It's not what I would call a mushy, but you get, you know, 30 seconds, particularly after Mucky's done one, that they've done one, because it just wafts in. Um, well, no, is, it, it's filling the house. Open, it's can you open a window? The but I, I could
1: open a window, but it's 20 to 1 in the morning, and I'm oh, quite comfortable it's on too the Too late sofa. to open a window, isn't it, yeah? Well, I um, it's too late. It's can like you get, like, a, fast a, fast I don't late. think this
3: works. Can you get a clothes
1: peg and put it over your nose? Does that work? I've tried using my fingers, getting them up there, um,
3: but she just complained. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Who's the what? Cat's Just complained. Oh, up... oh, di- dirty boy. He's been meant fingers up the cat's bum. I get that. Dave, say they we we'll come to the minute. This is Talk Radio
12: across the UK, online and on
3: DAB. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. <laughs> uh, by the way, Jack. Uh, Jack phones us. You know the young lad from Scotland. Yeah. Finally, it's funny. It's funny. You've never seen him. There's a picture. Put picture to his face. He looks a little bit like my eldest. <laughs> the, with the teeth. The, 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 the teeth that young people have as the rest of the teeth are growing and the face is take, taking shape and all of that. Uh, he looks he looks similar to my eldest. It's nice to put... Uh, and he's sending sent some very, very nice um, tweets. And um, So thank you, Jack. And it's very, very nice to put um, picture face to the voice. As it were. Um, I may have talked myself out of a job tonight. By the way, guys, let's see what happens. Who knows? Let's see what happens. If 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 the bosses complain, I we'll say it was theatre. It's a, <laughs> it a performance. It was. It was. Uh, I don't know. Dave.
8: Hi Ian. Hi Cass. Hello. 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 Oh. Well, I've listened to all you said tonight, and I think my answer would be John Lennon.
3: <gasps> do, do do you agree with me? Lovely intro by the way. Do you agree with me that I bet he's he's all mouth and no trousers?
8: Yeah, he's very much the loud mouth and talking. He can't walk the walk. Or the thing. I mean, McCartney would be a dirty fighter, I think.
3: Mm. Oh, McCartney would do the thing where he'd kind of talk you out of it, then as you kind of turn to leave, he'd pick up a chair and smack you over the back of it.
8: Yeah, yeah. And then get fifty percent of the. I don't know. I don't doesn't work. Really, does.
7: <laughs> okay. <No>, I can <laughs> he see where
8: you're going uh my i mean the George yeah George is It was tough as nails
3: you know um well that whole i mean not to make light of it because it sound it obviously it was horrendous, but that whole uh, you know battle with the intruder that i did i think it went on for about he was chant he was chanting harry
8: christna yeah and he you know, and, and he was he was
3: dying he was you know he was- he got stabbed in the chest and he's fighting and fighting and fighting, and this guy you know it's, if you've not seen the George Harrison documentary dear listener, i'd thoroughly recommend it um and, and when ve- he
8: was being carried out, he said to the member of staff who just started that day, "How do you think the job's
3: going?" <laughs> That's a great line. <laughs> but saved, um, saved by uh, uh, Olivia, who, his wife, who picked up a like a big st- statue uh, or something they, and smacked sorry. the guy over it the back. he kept big candlesticks on. Something. Something she said like that it. she
4: remembered her baseball training. Yeah, I mean, it's
3: they, an
8: incredible story. Photograph. She did a really good job of it. You yes, know, she did. <laughs> she did a good job on him. Um, yeah, I, I, can um, I say again?
3: I don't mean this to make light. I don't mean this to make light. Mm. The Beatles were a very special band in that people um, imbued in them a lot more importance than they probably actually had. Right, which is why John Lennon got shot because because mm. Mark Chapman felt he was a significantly more important figure than than he had, probably possibly was, and that mm. he, he was a traitor and he betrayed his you know whatever. And Mark yeah, Chapman yeah, cares. all that stuff. And the fact that um, this guy broke into George Harrison's mansion not not to rob him to kill him with the, with the intent intention to kill him and i mm. wonder and i don't say this flippantly and i don't say this to make to make light i wonder why there's never been and a, a, a serious attempt on McCartney. And again, it sounds like a really horrible... I'm not throwing it out as a lightweight. Give me a call now. Mm. Uh, not at all. It's a horrific, horrific thing. Yeah,
8: if you if were going to do it, how would you... Yeah, yeah. Well, how
3: would you kill that? But the fact that, that, that Lennon... And, and and McCartney famously gets the tube and gets the bus, and if uh, yeah. I know loads of people who've seen him strolling around Soho. And I just wonder... Uh, but I think a lot of that mystique, actually, around them being almost spiritual uh uh figures is um uh has gone but i just wonder why that he's never been targeted in that way
4: is it because he kind of withdrew you know at the height of all that stuff
3: possibly
8: possibly i don't know. He did go to his farm in yeah. scotland and he was pretty hard to get to i guess but yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean, when it happened, Bowie sort of left to Switzerland. He just left America completely. He was living in America, and is it's that always that thing that he was the other person on the list, wasn't he? Apparently, yeah. Oh, and he went, and there were three um, empty seats at the Elephant Man on the night after Lennon died, and two of them were John and Yoko, and one was Mark Chapman.
7: <laughs>
8: oh. <laughs> which always, <which> you <laughs> know, was I went Daniels. to college.
3: For 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 a semester at my college, Mark Chapman's one of Mark Chapman's cousins Mm. was was came on my college. He's going to my college, Casey Chapman, Mm. and was if I remember this correct correctly, was kind of proud of Mark. Mm.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I did. I did a great. I did a
3: great. um, I did a great put down of him once at a stand up gig. Casey Chapman, Mark Chapman's cousin. He was singing, uh, or maybe I was heckling. Either I was comparing and he did something. No, I, I, I was, anyway, I think I was comparing. And Casey Chapman started singing a Beatles song quite badly. Really? And I said, I said, mate, mate, listen, it, your family's already murdered one of them. Don't, <laughs> don't you start murdering them now. <laughs> and, you know, it was, it was, it was a great line. It was a great line. And, yeah. um, well, there's that Jasper Carrot line, isn't
8: there? And he's on American Talk Show and he says, um, you know, you gave us Elvis, and Sinatra, and we took them to our hearts. We gave you John Lennon, and you show him. Oh, wow. Um,
3: <laughs> well, of course, Jas- is it Jasper Carrot, the line about John Lennon famously said?
8: No, no. Uh, this was debunked recently. Apparently. So it wasn't
3: Jasper Carrot. Who, who, no. Cause, cause, so it's not... The line is, John Lennon famously said, Ringo Starr, best drummer in the world. He's not even the best drummer in the Beatles.
8: But No, but, it's... They've they've got it back to a radioactive um, show from oh a radio show, Angus Deaton. I think it's Angus Deaton who wrote that, because um, whenever he mentioned Ringo and got News for You, he'd always do that line, right. virtually. And once um, you know, uh, Paul Merton picked him up on it and said, you know, have you listened to Rain? Have you listened to, you know? Um, so I think it's Angus Deaton, or at least... Uh, that team that wrote that, but yeah, recently um, Mark Lewison I think tweeted it said that it's in a radioactive script from before when, former uh, before um, uh, Jasper Carrot said he did it. So um, wow, did you yeah. hear
3: the interview Bob Mills did with Angus Deaton the other day?
8: No, I, I missed that. It was weird. But he is he is a rather strange.
3: It was very. It was uncomfortable. Mm. Uncom- mm. Not as uncomfortable as the last hour of this rubbish, but it was uh, it was uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah.
8: Talking of which, I know we're, m- we're not mates, but, um, you know, if you ever need to talk about this stuff, then...
3: I thought he was going to ask for a fiver, then. I know we're not mates. Well, I was going to ask,
8: yeah, ask one of your pictures, but um, <laughs> there's... Because um, I phoned in recently about what happened to me. Yeah, yeah, you've been since I've And I know, you know, that doesn't help. But I sort of understand the, you know, the images that...
3: Mm. thank you mate and
8: stuff because it happens in extremists these things doesn't it it's a bit like having a panic attack everything's really heightened and because it happens Mm -hmm. in extremists the the memories and everything are really intense so um, but you know know, I'm not going to give you any advice because you know I'm the last person to give advice but um, uh, just uh, you know <sighs> exactly. <laughs> keep just on keeping on. Keep on I, I, there's no, you know, you're you, a good man, you've heard Dave. all you've heard all the stuff, and you know, sort of, you know, I come to things you do, and I support what you and Kath do because I support people who do stuff rather than just sit there and criticise what other people do. Thank you. Um, you're a good um, man, like, Dave. No, you know. And uh, keep on keeping
3: on. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to. uh, We've got Paul Ross coming in at one. We've got to go to Roger. Good evening, Roger.
8: Hello, Ian. Hello, Catherine. Hello, Roger. You put a down on it now, all that serious talk about nobody's had a proper pop at McCartney, because I was going to suggest McCartney.
3: What, for a fight? Yeah. Well, you can still fight McCartney. You reckon you could beat him? He's old. Of
6: course, I could beat him. He's
3: old. Man, Jackie
6: Chan's old. He could still kick your ass. But he's not Jackie Chan, is he? He's Paul
3: McCartney. The thing is, is, right, he's got... You you know the bass he plays, that little Hofner violin bass, right? Mm. That is easy, just to whip it off over your shoulder and just just smack someone around the head. And that is a... It's it's thin wood, but it's strong wood. If he's battering Mm. you with his Hofner violin bass... You're, you're going down, man. You've got to be quick. Not if I'm wearing a suit of armour of meat, you wouldn't go near me. Oh, you've... I'd, I'd be running around, chasing well, it. Well, OK, Well, you've contradicted yourself. You wouldn't be running around if you're wearing a suit of armour. And what is this meat? Is it like a Lady Gaga meat suit, or is it just a leg of lamb? Mm, like a leg of lamb. I bet he loves a bit of meat on the sly. <laughs> I bet he loves a bit of meat.
8: Yeah, I know, you get a lot of vegetarians saying that the vegetarians
3: and vegans saying they miss stuff like bacon and stuff like that, so... Yeah, yeah. I I was talking to my boys about, my my youngest became a vegetarian the other day, for 25 minutes. (laughs) Uh, And then we went to get some food and he ordered a burger and I said, well, hang on a minute, I thought you were a vegetarian. (laughs) Oh yeah, not anymore. Um, But we were talking about, it's the first time I've had a conversation with them, they don't remember me being a vegetarian and we kind of talked Mm. about vegetarians and what it means and vegans and i said well you know i didn't eat meat for 27 years and i only started when you were quite young and um and it can't you could just see it you know they've they've always known where meat comes from right you know they you point to a sheep and they know that that at some point will become dinner but it was the first time that some something kind of just fizzed in their brain where it was actually they had a bit more of an emotional connection mm. with it, uh, and they're not vegetarians at the moment. But I could I could see them becoming, I could see them becoming vegetarians at some point.
8: I like meat too. Much, uh, me? yeah. I Yeah. I'm sorry. I like I like meat too much. It's awful.
3: It's awful. It, Is he doing jokes? You say awful. You doing jokes?
8: Ollie's always having a go at me and trying to make me vegan.
3: I, I, yeah, vegan. I would I would struggle with, um, but I'm I, I, I'm I'm thinking I might become vegetarian again at some point. I feel the I need to. do vegan something.
8: sausage, the vegan sausage rolls though, they are really nice. Well,
3: you, you love them, don't you? They're really nice. I, but I eat vegan food. I'm not, you know, yeah. you could, if you're a meat eater, you're allowed to eat vegan and vegetarian yeah. food, which is the, was the thing that would always piss vegetarians off. Was when I was one, you'd go to a party and there'd be like a small little table of vegetarian food and a big table of meat food. And the meat eaters would come and eat <laughs> the vegetarian food, and you go, no, 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 that's not fair. There's less mm. for us. You, 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 but that's the way it goes.
8: I've uh, never been—I've never been a huge meat eater, but um, I don't think I could give it up either.
17: Paul Ross is here. What a lovely caller! What a nice, what a lovely fellow, Peter. So it reminds me of years and years ago. My uncle, one of my uncles, who had problems, issues, in and out of prison, drug dependency, alcohol, died way too young. Mm. Um, he had a song that he would play to himself when he felt very low and it was always the Walker Brothers make it easy on yourself oh. which is kind of what Peter was saying yeah, yeah. You know, cut yourself song. some slack good song that anyway on the show tonight, yes, a couple of fantastic stories from the sea one is a great good news story started tragically there's effectively a prison for whales off the shore off the coast of the Pacific coast oh. of Russia Near Japan, wow! And they've been gathering whales to sell to China's no. hideous kind of sea life centres. There's been a massive campaign. We've covered it on the show. Now those whales are to be liberated, and we've got somebody from hey. the International Wildlife Fund. So that's a great news story. Hey, that's good. That that's good is a good news story. There's also a scary story on the program today, which I'm really keen to find out about. Apparently, there are four metre long, deadly snakes, 800 feet below the surface of the ocean. Right, and we're going to be speaking. Telling the woman. me this, this is horrible. Gonna, we're going to be talking to the woman though who's seen them and think no. No, they can't hurt us, they're 800 feet below sea level. But they could, they might. But they thought they are extinct. They're, wow. not, they're, well, they're not going to evolve, sadly, in our lifetime. They're not going to evolve before you're back Have you never week. seen them, <laughs> These things can happen. We did have the four-legged whale prehistoric story last week no. on the show. Because whales, I didn't realize it was, mammals evolved on land. Yeah. So, of course, when you think about it, it's common sense. Whales and dolphins, at one stage, walked into the sea and stayed there. Wow. And these whales they'd found... They were mainly land dwelling went into the sea, could stay underwater for about 40 hours, I think, and they had hooves. What a world we live on. What a planet we live on. I'm <laughs> this, not making this stuff I up know either. you're not. That's all that and brace yourself. Josh and he's on fire yeah, tonight. Be this
3: is uh, Talk Radio. Paul Ross is coming up next. Thank you very much. Ta-ta. Talk Radio.
17: We'll get you talking.